good at it. A hundred percent. So I know that you said you were an industry-based player. Um, Mm -hmm. Have you ever done any PVP or have you dabbled in PVP? Yeah, um, we do. We do quite a bit of PVP. Um, We had a few corp mates who wanted to get PVP experience. So we joined False Trajectory and they have given us great experience doing that and a lot of fun, you know, missions and meetups and CTAs and we can get a lot of experience and um, so we do a lot of PVP. It's fun. We, we love, we love everything. Like we, we, one day we're doing PVE together. The next one we're doing mining the next day where we're going to attack, like just some random person we don't like, <laughs> like we're, we do everything together, uh, all of us, but we just do everything, you know, it's, I mean, anything's possible, I guess with us, like we, we just want to do it all and have fun. Yeah. That's what, that's another thing, really cool part of this game is you can test and try a lot of different things. Um, right. You can do the industry, you can be the builder, you can build a team, you can be the leader, you can do PVP, you can do encounters. I mean, there is definitely, a lot of people say there's not that much content, but I feel like we're also responsible Don't to make some of our own content. Yeah. Um, so that's always kind of, you know, a big a big component of the game is really working with your team to find out what gets your team going and what do you guys like. Um, so you've been an, a CEO, you've been, you are the CEO have you ever mm-hmm. considered doing, have you ever FC'd, been a fleet commander? Oh, yeah. Many times, like uh, for, for when you're leading PvP fleets? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all the time. Um, just depends on who wants to uh, lead the fleets that day. Um, our officers are required to do like one fleet a week, uh, whatever they want. Um but yeah, leading the fleet is fine. Um, I prefer my husband to do it because he's just faster at finding like systems, whereas I don't know what's happening. But um, yeah, any what's great is that a lot of us, um, a lot of us lead fleets, you know, which is nice that everyone seems, everyone is like, everyone owns their own like little set of ideas. You know what I mean? Like they get to follow the path that they want to go on. Um, and I like that, um, when we lead the fleets and things, we kind of see our strengths and our weaknesses and we kind of learn our past a little bit more, you know, like I know that I'm not good at jumping a fleet from place to place because I leave people behind. I throw them into the sun. Like, I mean, you know, there's a whole bunch of things. You're like, oh my gosh, did you, when you were going through your recovery and it was like the first, what was like one of the first fleets that you led, were you like super nervous? Like, how is this going to go? Well, we didn't know, like, anything about the bots, so we had, like, corporation of, like, 50 bots, <laughs> and we had to, like, weed them out, <laughs> so my first fleet, no one showed up, except my husband, he's always there, you know, um, but the first really good fleet that I led was probably, you know, five or six months into the game, I would say I wasn't able to process that, you know, um, until way later, into my experience with Eve. And now when I lead, like, I lead, you know, like a mining fleet once a day, and that's very easy, you know, for me. Um, but I would say, like, a year ago, there'd be no way that I could have done So with mining, have you ever lost an entire mining fleet, or have you have you have a pretty good track record of keeping them all safe? <laughs> we have never lost a mining fleet, but there was one time that um, we were all... Um, we were all we were all attacking something. I don't remember how it went, but anyway, we, we, we all had the criminal timer, like the fleet of 
10, 11 of us all had the criminal timer and commander Hank, my husband, he flew everyone into like a station and like lost billions of dollars of ships. And he shut off the game and he went outside and he was just like, Oh my and, gosh. And, and, and it was probably the funniest moment of my life because he just flew you like into the station. Like, and that, that day to me was like, okay, I cannot lead a fleet, you know, <laughs> because if he can do that, Lord knows what I could do. <laughs> so yeah. I don't, I don't try to be in command of the fleet unless we're mining and it's safe. <laughs> a little bit but it's still it's still a, definitely a task to take on you it is a responsibility um, when you are the fleet commander and so it's yeah. it's one of those positions I try to encourage a lot of people to try and test out even if everybody can just do like an interceptor roam just do some cheap right, stuff yeah. um and and get you know try to tr be skilled in fleet commanding because it's definitely a hard role it's not easy yeah um, yeah definitely so I mean, we touched a little bit on it earlier, but can you can you remind us what about Eve Echo, Eve Echo specifically stands out as a different game to you than other MMOs? Like you said that you played Sims and everything like that before, um, and you played like first person shooters. But is is it is it really the community and the team building that makes Eve Echoes different to you? Um, I I mean, there's that, but then also like the math portion of it uh the the market and um you know it's you're not competing against other people you're so much like you're playing in the same exact world um with them and you're kind of challenging them to do better you know like a, a a miner has to be two steps above a pirate and a pirate has to be two steps above a miner otherwise it's not going to work out but that like you know symbosis isn't really present in like other games it's like, it's a lot of good sportsmanship, I feel, which makes it different. Um, you know, like I've seen people on Reddit just writing up, like, thanking mercenary corporations for giving them content, you know, and it's, I just think it's different in that way, a little more, like, family feel. <laughs> yeah, definitely family feel. You can, you can always get the little sour apples here and there, but, I mean, it's all part of the, I think it's all part of the good fun of the community. So. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely a different game. So, I mean... A lot of people have always said that Eve is real, and they mean by this they mean that Eve delivers this like real experience. You meet real people, and you make these real bonds. Do you feel like this is true for you? I definitely agree. Um, I had the experience of my husband and I took a day off of Eve just one Saturday. We didn't log on to Discord or the game or anything, and we didn't tell anyone um, because, like who cares right so then we go to like our phones that night because we're just having a no cell phone day we go to our phones and we each our inboxes are filled our members hey chesley what's going on are you okay i haven't seen you on in like 12 hours you're usually here i'd hit to hank hey you know we're like a family hank just want to make sure you're okay i mean everyone was messaging us making sure we were okay and i was just like oh <laughs> that's really sweet like that's like, my family doesn't mesh me if I haven't responded in 12 hours. <laughs> like, this is just, like, what a sweet, you know, thing to do. It's just rare, and I don't see that a lot of gaming communities, um, that bond that you get. Um, it's like, the empathy and personal connections are what make it a real-life game to me. A hundred percent. There's definitely the real, and there's and there really is the real side on both sides. I know that there's a lot of... 
you know, it, a lot of people know Eve as like there's betrayal and scams and lies and, and spies. Yeah. But I mean, at the other end of that coin, there's also the amazing friendships you meet. Um, you yeah. we, We've played with one of our, our friends, Kaizen, for years in gaming, and he's just such an awesome person. I think in this sort of community, especially since you play a lot of the game just as much outside in Discord as mm-hmm. you do inside, it really does it does you do it gives you the ability to meet some really cool people around the world you might not have actually met oh yeah so that's it's always amazing um so then in terms of changes and echoes what if you if you had to pick on the top few changes that you would want to see or how they could make eve echoes better what do you think they could do insurance <laughs> no i'm i'm kidding i actually don't I actually don't mind the insurance. It's I don't know if it's because I don't understand it fully. It doesn't make sense to me, but, you know, I try to use it. Um, but what I really think I would like to see would be more tutorials and not, like, to show you what to do, but just the, the goal setting. I love that. When I first started, those basic tutorials were, like, just so much fun for me every day trying to complete, the, complete them. And then the advanced tutorials and then recently we had this Easter event and that was so much fun for me trying to get like, you know, trying to build all the 20 manufacturing jobs and trying to get all these things done and just the goal setting. I wish there was more goal setting within the game. And it kind of helps drive you or it helps steer you a little bit in like yeah. what you would like to try. And uh, yeah. yeah, that's just good. Give you a competition with yourself, you know, you Definitely. And it sounds like you also do some like intercorp competitions where you do the little PVP battle royale. Oh, yeah. You think you're going to be doing any more of those? Oh, yes. We definitely love our battle royales. It's just hard to find people. (laughs) But we, I mean, we'll fight anyone, you know, just load up a frigate. It's so much fun. You get, that gives new corp members a chance to get their feet wet in PVP. And it doesn't matter which corp you're in, you need to get that experience. And it's just, it's just fun to be able to go out and get that experience without feeling bad about dying or letting someone down, you know? A hundred percent. Now, do you think you like, like the bigger scale fights, like where it's like a hundred versus a hundred, or are you more of like, I want to go in a small gang room. I want 15 people and I want to just find, and I want to use 15 people to find other, other teams. Yeah. I'm definitely like a 15 people person. Um, the big things are so confusing (laughs) to me. Um, trying to meet up at like the certain time. And then if you don't meet up at the time, your insurance doesn't, doesn't apply. Like there's so many things. And when it's just like me and my court mates and all my guys, we're just, we go out and we aimlessly, you know, have fun. We joke around and it's just a lot more fun. We do our little gate camps and our interceptor rooms and, and, you know, like it's, I prefer the smaller, more family. The more intimate, it feels like I know everyone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then it's a little easier too to FC and to manage. And I also think you can test out different, you know, different fleet formations a little bit oh, easier yeah. than these like yeah. big scale. These big scale just kind of become war of the blob. And it's like, what was the actual strategy in there other than just trying right. not to disconnect <laughs> at a certain point? Yeah. So, so if you were to give any advice to anyone in a recovery from a stroke or any type of other other type of thing they might be going through maybe it's even depression you know there's there's so many different things that people could be experiencing but specifically if they're from in a recovery from a stroke um what advice would you give them about gaming specifically eve um my advice um overall and specifically eve is just 
nothing is ever going to be easy. Nothing is ever going to be as it could have been before whatever happened to you. Um, but you have to push and push and push. And you can never stop trying. When you stop trying, that's the only way that I feel like you can create, like, failure. You just never stop doing the tasks that are hard. You know, ask for help. Communicate. Let people know. If if you don't tell people what's going on with you or what's happened to you or what you need, they're not going to be able to help you properly. So, there's things in the game that you really need. You need to find someone to do that. And you have to step out of your comfort zone a little bit to find that person, but you have to put yourself out there. So never stop trying, you know, uh, be, I don't know, make sure what your voice is heard and what you need is heard. And, um, you know, just, just always be pushing the limits of what someone said you had to stop at or what you think you could stop at, you know. Hundred percent. I think I'm also hearing when you say that uh, strong communication. So not only is this yeah. game building these amazing team skills, you're also really learning how to communicate with people yes. in different cultures yes. and time zones. Mm-hmm. Are you a mainly? Are you like a U.S. based corp? Or are you only English? Do you have different time zones? We have different time zones. Yeah, we have um the we have in North America. We have. South America, we have UK, um, Asia, we have like all over. And that's interesting um, because like I created this new buddy program to where like if you're a new pilot, you can be paired with somebody who's an experienced pilot and they can help you out, like be your one-on-one guy. So, but what's hard about that is when you have like a guy from the UK and then you have a guy from like Texas and the time zones, you know, are so hard to figure out. So just like calendar building and like figuring out or waking, like I had to wake up at 3.30 a.m. once to help a guy figure out how to mine. And it's like, you know, it's it's like, okay, we're going to go out in your venture too. <laughs> and I'm going to teach you how to do it. Um, so it's, that's a hard part is being able to, the language barriers, you know, um, mm-hmm. the language barriers and the time barriers, Definitely. not barriers. Yeah, the time changes. Yeah, definitely. And then is there anything specifically that people have done on your team to help you that you would want to share or point out? Yes. Um, so um, I want to definitely thank uh, Herzies, um and all of False Trajectory. Um, they have taught me how to be a better part of the industry team. Um, when I first joined, we were doing kind of lone wolf industry and we were, we're living in space, but we weren't really like interacting with any, everyone. Um, so when we joined false tra- trajectory, my husband explained to them, you know, my wife had a stroke. She doesn't understand anything in this discord. All of the words she's reading do not make sense to her. Can anyone work with her one-on-one? And then Herzies has been working with me and he's writing my DMs and he he takes me through every step of the process and it's like, you know, do you understand this? And it's, I mean, everything, just like how to join a channel, how to change your name, how to, you know, like he completely supports me. And, um, um, and just, there's so much, so much learning that he does. And then on my team, you know, my, you know, my husband, commander Hank, and then like people who've been with me since day one, um, so I want to say thank you to Goderick and Rex and Silent and Carmel and Garrus and these people, like we joined such a little like community that I can count on them for, you know, for anything like in the game and they teach you stuff from outside of the game. 
Um, you know, like I know that one of my guys likes to climb mountains with his like dogs. And it's like that kind of like all that outside information mixed with everything you're doing as a team. I don't know. It creates this like this really good corporation of just like a support group almost you know it's kind of what i feel like it's a really good support group like when i'm feeling sad when i'm feeling a certain way i can i can message any of them you know and they i mean and someone will respond and someone's gonna be funny and someone's gonna be dumb and somebody's gonna be this way but you know you, you know what your guys are gonna you know what everyone's gonna do on your team and and i feel like specifically all those people and everything just made it possible you know especially my husband but they everyone made it made it possible for me to play with a stroke and it it takes a community I feel understanding community and that's I think that's so incredible have you so any of your real life friends have you ever explained to them what this game means to you and what is their what is their response um (laughs) I only got one friend to play um and (laughs) uh my husband and I took him in null (laughs) and blew him up (laughs) he's not that good of a friend um but that's the only person that we had no one everyone says it's too hard everyone i've invited dozens of people um i did actually invite my cousin and he's he's on our team and he's doing he's doing great but he used to play eve online so he kind of already has that you know um background with that but no i don't know anybody like everyone says it's like too it's too hard you know that's what I get all the time. I think that's one of the crazy things I would want to try to figure out is how can we help people to overcome that steep learning curve? Because I mean, if if you're able to do it and you're recovering from a stroke, I feel like it's, it's not as hard as people might think it really is. Like it's, it's all about determination and trial and error. I can tell you when I started, I remember in, in the alpha, I was in a uh, what it was it? A Griffin, a frigate. And I was shooting yes. asteroids and I didn't realize you need to have a mining ship with mining lasers. <laughs> like, so I was doing, you know, stupid things, but, but you, I mean, it takes, it takes trial and error. Yeah, I just remember even my boyfriend, he's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm trying to mine, but I'm like not getting anywhere with this. That um, was me too. <laughs> but it was, it was too, yeah, it's definitely, there's a steep, a steep learning curve. And I know, um, I've had friends who will ask me about like the drama and they're just like, what is going on in this game? That's like got you so hooked and sucked in. And I really think it boils back down to the community and that family and the connections you have. Yeah. Now, Mm -hmm. do you think you would ever try your hand at Eve online for a deeper level experience? I mean, they, they have a lot of differences, but it's, it's definitely deeper. Yes. A hundred percent. So you think, yeah, so I would see why not. It just seems like a step up challenge from what I've already done over the last so many months you know I I would try it I have it um my husband hates it <laughs> but I'm sure I mean I'm sure if I started doing it he would be completely helpful because he used to play it um, yeah. he doesn't hate it he just he Eve echoes he says is you know a lot more user-friendly yeah. um especially the UI, so, the UI but yeah I mean I would try it well, that's awesome to hear. So any last shout outs or um, call outs to anyone that you want to thank before we sign off? Um, just a big thank you to False Trajectory and the uh, all my court members. You guys are all great. And we have such a great time. And I'm just really happy that all of you have supported me through my own trial and errors and my own mistakes. And you've helped back me up, you know, and I just really appreciate it all. So thanks. Thanks, Nat. (laughs) Thank you so much. And we're signing off. Bye, Safe Capsulers.